0: It's time to relax. Oh, I don't know what that means glass of wine, favorite, easy chair. And of <laughs> course, f- this <laughs> sweet little podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you come up with this one? This is out of left man.
1: It's oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. I don't know. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, on yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Dave. So we're finally on Spotify. So you want to give something a little bit of ASMR at the beginning. You want to like, kind of give a raspy voice. Some people just, yeah, do don't mean, now. Yeah, can yeah, you know, we're on Spotify now. Yeah, Can you believe it? We're on Spotify now. Yeah! Wow, we made, made, made it to the big leagues,
0: dude! <laughs> Holy shit! Now people can hear us say "orbs" and
1: don't. Now we can get like a third of a so cent every time someone streams us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think to celebrate being on Spotify, we should we should start the show. Let's do
0: this! Yeah! 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 Yeah!
2: This is PSVR Gamescast Live where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, Friday with all the PSVR goodness that you need right here on YouTube. But if you want more of a drive and listen kind of person, as we said in the introduction, don't worry, we get you covered because PSVR Gamescast Live is now available on Spotify and soon any streaming service of your choice. And YouTube. You, and, you, well, yeah, YouTube. We've already you, been on you, YouTube. You actually. missed you let you the beginning of the episode. Old time that it's you, on YouTube, on YouTube. The old time. AJ, you already missed the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> it's only been a minute. My name's is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR without parole, and the guys my right? The boys! Dave from Dave Station. B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-R. That's me. We need to make a compilation of all my VR, V V V R introductions. Oh, well, you now right? you can clip things on YouTube, so get... Clipping, folks. Get clipping, Get clipping. folks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that guy on the right inside of the screen is AJ from the Underground, PSVR, Underground.
0: Blue Jew, the underground game. Cat Elite Name Squad in the house says YouTube is more immersive. We're all about that immersive, right? What is up, Brian? What is up, Dave? What is up, game cats? All of you. Brax, Road, Decepticon, Just Cassie, Flame, Hat, Game Cat, LC. Do the cat! I see all you guys. Sorry. <laughs>
2: Oh my Happy god, are we at the end of the Monday. show already? That was quick. Yeah, that was Happy quick. We're done.
0: Monday <laughs> to it. all of you. Uh, you know, Mondays usually suck, but hopefully we can help your Monday suck just a little bit less. I
1: somehow got a phone notification the second that you said suck. Like <laughs> almost as like a kicker. It was perfect. Suck. But suck, I'm suck, turn suck. I suck, phone suck. down.
2: Special shout-out right, to Jeffy Condal with the $5 tip, who says, good job. Uh, he, he tipped way before the show started. We thank you so much, Jeffy Condal. Hopefully you catch this on the flip if it flop it's sometime Jeffy. later, whether it be here on YouTube
0: or on Spotify. Also, side note, the first person to comment before the stream started was Parallel, who is Parallel? trying to develop a uh, VR game and bring it to us. Ooh, so The, the visual if you style, sport- too?
2: Oh, that game looks beautiful. If you speaking want to support of, them,
0: go to Reddit, go to that article they posted, and show some support.
1: Speaking of developers in the chat, Endeavor One says, "Congrats on going wide, GameCat Lords." What a way to phrase that! <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> it's okay.
2: <laughs> going wide. I feel like I've just usually my in a legs sports game that's wide bad, open. right? Like if you go wide, that's you don't want to go wide. But that's uh, a totally different interpretation than I had. Yeah. All right, you guys, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Make sure you join our Discord. Link is in the description below. That's where we all hang out 24-7. Uh, that is where some multiplayer meetups happen. That is where uh, the daily box VR stuff happens. Uh, man, we had the biggest class ever. Ever yesterday uh we had 11, 11 people i think maybe it was 10 you can fit that many oh no. you split to we, we had to split sessions. up into two classes yeah, okay. uh but we were yeah. all in the same voice chat we were all working out together it was a good time box vr still really rough around the edges man but it gets the job done which is ultimately yeah. what matters it forces you to work out so and, of course, if you want your name on that little scroll down below, that's the Patreon scroll. Go to patreon.com slash games and you can get your name on that scroll. Uh, people tell me they're having problems uh, putting the name that they want on the scroll. You can see that some people write whatever the heck they want, and some people have their real names. Uh, so let me know if anybody has a problem with that. I'm trying to figure it out. I love you so much. Without Parole Games on patreon.com. <laughs> that didn't work out at all. Yes.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got a ton of news, though, don't we? AJ. We do have a lot mm-hmm. of news. It's going to be an exciting week, guys. Strap, strap it. A whole week's going to be gonna exciting? Be, the whole I can't week. wait. Strap, strap it on, Dave. Strap it um, on. I'm strap to strap on? It's, it's on, going to be exciting. For you,
1: for you, I'll strap it on, Brian.
0: Woo! But first, <laughs> the first thing we want to talk about is anything always PS5-related, which there isn't really anything PS5-related today. However, GDC a.k.a. Games Developer Conference, is underway today officially. And there's a couple uh, little things we wanted to highlight, Um, a couple things that I was interested in seeing. Uh, mainly some, some VR conferences that were going on. For anyone who doesn't know, this is a conference for game developers. It's not necessarily something that's meant for the public, not supposed to be flashy, it's usually boring stuff. But um, but there was three presentations, uh, and the two that really got my attention is number one, Arvory Immersive, makers of Pixel Ripped, this little fine game right here. Uh-huh. There you guys to... call me the props guy but look at AJ. Come on. Uh, it's, it's not a prop. Look at this. It's, it
1: is a prop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think you uh, call yourself the props guy. David. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do. You know. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. Well, you know what um, I got right here, <laughs> AJ for you. <laughs> oh damn. Damn it's
0: Far you win. The Mercy God, so, so far away. Uh, Aubrey Immersive gave a presentation earlier this morning where they talked about uh, using uh, effective memory to uh, be able to, what is it? Uh, I'm sorry, using like memories and stuff and nostalgia to create more immersion, which I thought would be, they're probably going to talk about, obviously, Pixar Ripped, which is all based around retro games. And then, of course, the legendary uh, Peter Aikman, I always want to say Venkman, Uh, From a Skydance interactive (laughs) CEO talking about the whole journey creating Saints and Sinners from start to finish. Apparently they had a lot of like uh, hurdles and stuff they had to go through. So I'd like to get a copy or or find somewhere to get the uh, the the conferences and check those out if I can.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, they usually post I think a lot of times they'll post some of the talks like online and you can find some of them. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I, I could go for another Mark Cerny breakdown. Uh, like, let's, let's have him pull out the PSVR 2 <laughs> yeah. headset. And dude, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Like, that, his breakdown of the PlayStation 5 was mm, maybe not for the average consumer. Uh, but it was no. good for napping, if you want to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, and I, it took most of us that are a little unfamiliar with uh, with all the techni- technical terms a few watches to, to really understand what was going on. Um, but I would take an in-depth look at PSVR 2 headset during GDC, which I mean, it's not going to happen, but I would love, even if it was as stale and as boring as the PS5 breakdown, give it to me, man. Give it to me. Like, that is something I'm super, super interested in hearing. I don't care how uh, how bland the presentation is. Just give it to me. That yeah, has- the the one thing I'll say, though, is usually
1: GDC talks are like post-mortems. Like, hey, we made this game, right. and here's yeah. how we did it. Here's what happened. Here's our process. Here's what we learned along the way, right? So I don't expect them to announce upcoming stuff in a GBC talk. It's usually about like, hey, developers, I have some info because I worked on a game. You might think this is interesting, whatever, like sharing information. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know for sure. But and One says can... some good VR talks, I assume.
0: Yeah, there's a couple in there. There's also like an education games one, education VR experiences. And I'm like, oh, maybe somebody can talk about how to make a good one. Yeah. nobody's done that space
1: yet. explorer <laughs> vr <laughs> they're here um, to talk about how they achieved the perfect
2: educational game can we just get where okay. in the world is carmen san diego in vr i mean like that oh yeah great. dude absolutely i'd love
1: that yeah,
0: so much better but
1: we also need
2: um
0: a
1: <laughs> how come they haven't done oregon trail vr they're making a tv no. show of it
0: wow really okay yeah, yeah.
1: no it, it looks bad it looks terrible but yeah <laughs> um <laughs>
0: well i'm the, excited the cool thing is of course, uh, the last, uh, you know, to wrap this one up, the the Mark Cerny when he was talking about when he introduced, and we were all just glued to the screen waiting for him to say those sweet little words, PSVR, and he finally did, but it was mostly to talk about. Um, the Tempest audio engine is how he really introduced it. Said they didn't want to talk about anything revealing their VR plans for the future. Um, but they did go into a big thing about, you know, HRTF, which was like the the audio, the way your ears are shaped and stuff, um, and how they, uh, they have different calculations, algorithms. Um, that PSVR actually had its own audio-like engine for it, uh, or hardware built in, which is why it's very separate. And that microphone is so damn good um but you know i don't know if you guys have noticed this but in on the ps5 there is if you go in he said that there was going to be five different audio choices to help set your level for like locality uh, to create more like locality in the audio design and stuff oh yeah um, you can go
1: through if you have the pulse audio there's yeah up top a little lower
0: middle, right yeah and and so like if you go i had to adjust mine i don't know did you have to adjust yours I am bad
1: at knowing when something's right, like I'll adjust my t v for like an hour and not know if it looks better or not, but so, like with that, I sort of just went with the middle one. I don't know, yeah, it's so fine,
0: so for headphone users, just a quick tip: go to your audio settings and you know listen to the examples they give you and follow the instructions and set the uh thing, and you'll have a little bit better audio experience, yeah so, but we. You know, I'm hoping at the tail end of this or shortly after at the end of the summer is when we maybe start hearing stuff about PSVR 2 officially. We know that there's the game's developer, the uh, PSVR 2 Summit um, happening in early August, but that's all we have to go on. Nothing publicly known yet. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on, guys. Next Realms, the creator of Siren. Yes. Amazing Ninja action. Tons of ninja action going on today, and I love it. Um, But they have released an updated trailer that gave us some pre-alpha looks at uh their next game called Hell Sweeper VR, and man, I want to hear your guys' impressions, because I was so impressed with this pre-alpha
1: footage. Yes! No, it looks fucking incredible, dude! Like, they took, I don't know, Sirento was great gameplay-wise, but like, the depth of the kind of narrative and like the world building we've talked about wasn't that great right like but this looks fucking awesome like these enemies this this world that they're in like looks really fucking cool um, I'm super stoked and like it's more of the same kind of gameplay it looks like but just with a way cooler delivery and Sirento already kicked ass by itself but you got like magical powers now they like, floating in the fucking air and shit they say it's more crazy than Sirento. So I don't know. I'm very oh, excited. What it is. This, is? this looks so good to me. More crazy. Yeah. This. I think like... I just saw. What's his face? Um, Cookie. What's the guy with the hole in his mouth?
2: Cookie.
1: Oh. Yeah, you, you got me thinking. Not cookie pie, cookie pie. pie. now. it's uh... no, it's not Cookie Pie. Got <laughs> no. <me started. laughs> you, did, oh, you didn't um, say
2: Cookie. That would have been great. Oh no. i <laughs> think love. love. Candy Love. Candy Love. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Oh he's in right, right. It Looks like he's in there. Well, nice. you know, it was time. It was time for uh, Candy Love to make a reappearance. Bring him back. A shout out yeah. to Blue Jew, the underground game cat with the $2 tip says, a Testing one, a two, a chew, a chew. Nice little butterfly. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> Blue Jew. G- G- okay. Thank uh, Yeah, this looks, this looks awesome. Uh, it's definitely, to, to me, I can't shake the feeling that I've seen uh, the look of this before. Uh, the setting, it, it reminds me of DMC, the remake by Ninja Theory of uh, Devil May Cry with the floating city and all the demons. Um, and it looks like they kind of took that and ran with it. I would have been so upset if they scaled back uh, the, the Syrento locomotion system in any way. But to see like that, there you are in the game. You, you, you do a flip in midair. You're kind of like uh, slow down time, and, and you're attacking. Like this, this is what made Syrento great. And if they're taking that and running with it and just going further with it, then psh, by all means, man, sign me up. You know, well, here, yeah, please. I
1: mean, like in the description of the words on the screen are like the spiritual successor to the most badass action game that ever existed in VR. And, like, they're not wrong. Like, that game is super fucking cool. Like, then this just looks like a lot of polish on top. And I do hope they keep the um, the weapon customization and all that stuff that we had in sirenzo But um, this looks great. I can't wait.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you recall the last trailer, the first teaser that we saw for this game, we, we were, like, pretty excited about the look of it and stuff. But there was something missing, which was the aerial combat stuff like that jumping backflips and we were like oh no we we have to assume that's going to be in there but we weren't sure so it's great to get not only confirmation of that but to see actually i mean dave you mentioned how there's like magic spells and stuff there's also like enchanting weapons like they Mm -hmm. they do a magic spell on their weapon their weapon has that thing the demons look absolutely amazing uh the the art design everything for pre-alpha footage this looks pretty damn good artistically already um, and, uh, yeah. It's got that and,
1: classic, like, Oni look, you know what I'm talking about? Like, the the Japanese demons, they look right. exactly like what you'd expect from, like, yeah. I think <laughs> you're playing Onimusha or I some thought, shit like Neo. I PS2 Mio.
2: game Oni. I was like, no, no! Well, no,
1: that's <laughs> a fun game. No, but oh. Oni is a demon in, in Japanese. Um, but yeah, those kind of, like, traditional Japanese demon designs, yeah. that's right. exactly what they got going on. It looks really cool.
0: Right, and Brian's first review, or Brian's review of, uh, Sirento had so many... References to Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry is one of my favorite franchises of all time um, I've played every single one. I've beaten all uh, almost all of them except you the finally most. played five I did but I didn't beat it yet But that's you always neither. been one of my favorites because the combination of sword fighting and shooting and different weapons to use it It's always had some of the best deepest uh, Gameplay mechanics that I've always loved about it and this looks a lot like Devil May Cry in so many yeah. ways I absolutely love it, but Specifically, there's two things that really stood out to me as well. And one is there's actual like air juggling. Like he's shooting one of the demons up in the air and juggling them. That's like one of the things. So I'm hoping there's like a cool combo system in this where you can get those, build up those like CBA and, or S ranked combos and stuff for more points. Uh, there was also one other thing I noticed where right after it says like more crazy, um, there's a part where he actually surfs on a demon. Like, he jumps towards a demon, knocks (laughs) him over, and surfs on him. That was something that you could do in... um in dynasty warriors i'm also a huge fan of dynasty warriors and uh and so like but to be able to do surf
1: on enemies in dynasty warriors that's yeah the later ones (laughs) okay there's like
0: 20 of them no there's no
1: no i I looked at my switch the other day and i forgot that i owned a dynasty warriors game on it because i was like yeah these are fun i'll I'll buy one
0: love dynasty warriors um all the way up until like seven and eight uh even um. Yeah. Minus minus one or two in there. There's like five empires was bad or something. But, um. But I'm a huge fan of those. And just to see these, it's just these little gameplay things, these special attacks and stuff. I'm seeing. Um, if it's and, going
1: full uh, Delmecry, we need a motorcycle you can split in half and use as a weapon. That, <laughs> yes. Because yeah, that was super yeah. fun.
2: Yeah. Hey guys, real quick shout out to Delirium Drew VR with a three dollar tip says Mondays suck, but no work today, so have three dollars. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cool. Nice yeah, great. Uh, uh, also, a shout out to Mad Max Stone, the Gamecat Avenger with a $3 Witness. tip. Says, I have arrived. This game looks awesome. DMC VR. LOL. Hell yeah. We all agree with you big time on that. And of course, Sergeant Frosty with a $2 tip. Says, uh, Will train, I think, uh, with dollars and Frosty Express, and uh, I'm that pretty sure looks like sure. a
1: zamboni to me. I don't think that's a, it. looks like a zamboni. It does look like a zamboni, or <laughs> or,
2: or an iron? He's he's, maybe, maybe, he's or some maybe, some tip of, maybe the
1: the nose of a plane, possibly yeah. from, that's from that's the side the nose of the plane. As yeah. well.
2: But everyone remember that Devil May Cry, Frosty's childhood.
1: Yes, very important. <laughs>
2: Keep that in mind.
1: And I'd like to call out a great comment that we just got. Um No tip on it, but it's a good one. Swain Jupiter, what's up? says any of you know what Martin Wheeler is working on these days he's a poet the gaming world's tarkovsky we desperately need games like separation good comments Wayne
2: I do actually know and what Martin sure... Wheeler is working on um I know he was working on a, a 2D game for a while after uh, after separation and then uh and then it does sound like maybe he could be back in the VR game uh, so uh, so look forward to hearing more about Martin's next project hopefully soon uh, but I mean separation The only thing
1: is we we can't accept him to have enough trauma to give us another separation because he got that out of his chest already. You know what I'm talking about? I I
2: want more separation, man. It's like, no dude, he, it's like, he got it off his chest, man. That's it. He doesn't have to keep doing that. Martin can have some of my tragedy. I can give him some of my tragedies to work with so that he doesn't have to suffer anymore.
1: Uh, you also, need depressing themes. I got them, bro. Let's go. Anyways. Oh, um, Glacius
2: Dreams with a $4 tip. Says tipping because I saw people tipping. <laughs> Thanks, that's man. Called the, that's the tip train. Yeah. Monkey say, monkey do. Uh, Damus schmush with $2 tips Says extra firewall code. Oh, fuck. It's an extra firewall extra code. firewall so, code. Wow. That Those was, don't just fall off the back of the bus too often. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy. I should, read, <laughs> I should read tips in my head before I read them out loud. I had no idea. <laughs> firewall what I was is amazing.
0: Well, let's I to it. Season seven, uh, recently, no new, no new map, no new guns or any, I mean, no new, uh, character, but still such a good game. Um, To wrap up uh, with Hellsweeper here, yeah. uh, from the YouTube page they say, Hellsweeper VR can best be, can be best described as a roguelike first-person combat simulator. Ooh. You play it as an undead immortal who's on a mission to take out the scumbags of hell. Nice. You can traverse the different <laughs> dimensions, that. yield weapons with deadly precision, command the forces of telekinesis, and muster unseen powers to wipe out your enemies. Um, so they have a planned public alpha... Uh, for August, um, and they say join the Discord, but this game is planning on being released in uh, 2022, quarter two to quarter three is what they're going for, and we're suspecting that this will likely be a PSVR 2 game at some point. Jesus Christ, yeah, guys. We've got it, we, avalanche, as we we a lot of tips says. rolling in. Let, let's let's a get lot. those in just one second, though. Good ones, too.
2: Absolutely. Um, Incredible. I, I, like that, I like that the description says roguelike on this because right, – yeah because that's not what sirento was sirento was more of a straightforward run and gun shooter if you die I fucking do it again man no big deal uh, i want i want some more consequences and i think this game is going to deliver those uh so that is uh, a very important part of that description i think i think it's going to add more game to like a fun structure of a game if that makes sense well,
1: and also what I like is when they say "scumbags from hell" because I'm immediately <laughs> thinking "Boom Guy." Yeah, like I'm gonna, you know, that's the vibe of a good fun game. Just like you know, kill these scumbags from
2: hell right. in the most badass action <laughs> adventure you can imagine. You know, it looks great. I can't wait for this thing. I I did ask them on Twitter. I said I said, "Hey, this looks like this this sounds like PSVR2 launch title kind of thing," and they were just like, "We're not." We want to do consoles. We're just not committing. He's like, the the last thing we want to do is rush it and release a buggy game. Uh, So I would one hundred percent, one hundred percent, not expect a PSVR one game. One hundred percent expect a PSVR two game, but like not even at launch. Like probably late next year. Um, but right, it's right. definitely cool. I think any I think any VR game we see from this point on that is not like some kind of Oculus exclusive uh, will be destined for PSVR 2, uh, even if it's not announced. So please keep that in mind, everybody. All right, let's take care of a couple awesome tips. And the first one comes from Matster Game Catster. Wow. Uh, great job My in dude. Box VR yesterday with a $100 tip. Guys, pizza for everyone. And that's exactly what he says. He writes Monday suck pizza for everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much, dude. <laughs> Fucking really, really appreciate that. Can't even tell you how much, um, Mad Max stone, the GameCat Avenger with the $5 tip says what you, what happened to that game from the pixel rip team? Uh, Yuki. that's Yuki. Yuki. Yeah. Everyone should be talking about that all over the internet right now. Um, it's coming out for, uh, for, for, quest very soon, I think. And, uh, and then PlayStation VR a little bit later. Uh, I think we've all got Yuki. Uh, so we'll be talking about that, uh, further down the road maybe a little bit closer to the playstation vr launch um looper the game cat with the 10 euro says there's a scene in pixel RIP 95 where your father enters while you're playing for a brief moment i felt like someone actually entered my house it made my pants dirty like no horror game did dude you guys remember that scene at the very oh, beginning of the
0: game that did well, actually i think that no, got me too actually yeah, well, dude, uh, imagine my this. heart skipped imagine your like, oh. name
1: imagine your name's david dude it's crazy like that
2: happened and then they were talking to me and i was like oh god this is too too real like Mm -hmm. what the fuck (laughs) like i'm too immersed yeah i was i was because of course you got a controller in your hand you're sitting kind of sitting forward you're playing the game as if you were sitting on the floor as the kid right and you're like so intent you're focused on the crt television Mm -hmm. in the game and then the in-game front door of the house whips open and the in and and, and i yeah i totally forgot where i was for a second and thought somebody had just entered my apartment i was like it freaked me out. It's not even just the first
1: time I played it. Like when I replayed it, it <laughs> happened to me again. My brain was just like, oh, I forgot that happened. Wow. Oh, there's a guy there. Like, that's Yeah, amazing. really crazy.
2: Uh, um, so now, got Ryan the Game Feline with a $10 tip says on vacation. So I'm just stopping by to say, heart.
0: Well, heart right back.
2: Enjoy you, your Nitalis.
0: vacation, Nilas Ryan the Game Feline. Yeah. Good to see you, man.
2: Nihilist is in Miami for the first time ever. Dave, what should I do while I'm here?
1: Well, in I Miami? am not a Miami guy, um, but I will say if you are in Miami, stay off the roads. People are insane. That's what I would suggest. There's <laughs> probably fun stuff to do, but don't
0: drive too much on the highway. because you're in Miami, crazy. go to West Palm Beach or Boca Raton instead. Yeah, <laughs>
1: although I grew up in West Palm Beach, and I wouldn't recommend many people <laughs> okay. go hang out there. <laughs> right. but, Boca um, Raton. Just, go just
0: go drive up us. to Orlando. Yeah, yeah there you go. No,
1: know, There's plenty of cool stuff to do in Miami. I'm sure you've figured out. Go to the beach or something. Have a good time.
0: Me, yeah, me. I just went to the Springs oh, the
1: other day, and that was a great time. So get out there in the sun. It'll, it'll be good for you. What's up, Brian?
2: What's our next news story?
0: Our next news story, Brian, you're going to have to pretty much tell us all about. I've got some notes on it. But it was that Callisto, not Callisto Protocol, Mm-mm. Callisto, um, was announced, uh, I guess, what you. I'm guessing you were speaking with the developers or something, or found out from them, because uh, you usually like to have sources backing up your information before you... <laughs> post something you know word on the street well, anyway to, to, put, to put your to
2: put your mind and your worried heart at ease i was talking to the ceo of gib games uh before i announced that it was coming to playstation vr uh so i do have okay. a reliable source uh on this one and uh it's uh, are CEOs CEOs are notoriously unreliable. Every CEO well, I've ever known
1: at my IT company has sucked. Well, well, yeah, Seriously. Like,
2: the, pro- the problem is when you're talking about a small dev team, usually the CEO is one of like three people that are working on the project. Oh, yeah, he's so, the guy who came up with the game. And yeah, he's right. So it's like to be like, oh, he's the CEO. It means like, well, he's like the, the other programmer also.
1: It, what it means is he works at a small enough company to get away with calling himself that no one will say shit to him. It's go. like, who else is going to be the CEO, dude?
2: But this game looks pretty cool um and uh and and, and so of course you know any, anytime a big vr game comes out i'm always curious if it's coming to playstation vr and uh and luckily they were you know very very open with me and and also saying that hey you know it's uh, we're targeting summer of 2022 on this thing and you know playstation vr is where we want to be and I said, well, summer of 2022, you're going to want to be on PSVR2, and, and he sort of agreed with me on that. So, uh, so I think we're going to be seeing this next year for PlayStation VR. Uh, but depending on you know how po- how popular PSVR1 still is, and depending on when, exactly when PSVR2 comes out, I think that will determine which PSVR console we see this on. Um, but they are definitely uh, they're definitely working on it for sure. Oh my God, another one!
1: Darkslade's diaries in the chat. Hey, what's up, man? Five bucks says because you guys really look like you need five bucks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Hopefully, you got it before they shut your power off. As you can tell, my power's already been shut off. I'm just broadcasting in the dark here. Uh, um.
0: Yeah. So. So. W- talk to me. What's I got to be honest with you, Brian. Uh, uh, I was watching this footage, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so it is a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh goodness! Like you know, I love sci-fi games, um, and but I've like stuff like the Persistence, which was like very Dead Spacey. Uh, action, stealth, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. Uh, I, I also like a lot of exploration. And this does say in the description that it, is, it has some exploration elements to it. Um, though I think I'm going to take that with a big grain of salt because it's in a closed spaceship with puzzles. Um, visually, I feel like it, it looks good, but... I don't feel like it looks finished to me. Like, it doesn't look very polished. It looks like it's missing lighting. The textures uh, don't seem to look very real. It looks just, like, flat, plain, almost like, like, uh, I don't know how to say it other than, like, a little. Unity plucky. store assets or something? Oh, no, um, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, like, little flat, like, non-detailed textures and stuff. <laughs> Um, so yeah. visually, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, really blown away. I feel like it's just a couple things away from being, like, really good looking, though. Some lighting, some textures. Well, um, it, it, we this,
2: it should make you feel better that we're in summer of 2021 right now, and it's not slated to release until winter of 2021 on PC. Uh, right. So, uh, it's so not only will there be plenty of time between now and then for them to put some finishing details on, which, you know, we've, we've been talking to developers long enough to know that, um like getting the game working is priority number one and then like putting finishing touches and like making it like look super nice the polish is like is sort of like the last step of the game uh so you know i i I do think this game will probably look a little bit better by the time it comes out and of course give it another extra year on top of that to uh to have some psvr2 love
0: so there's also a little
1: there's a few details on the steam page here that are make it more interesting than just saying i think it's a puzzle game when i'm reading through the description it Mm -hmm. says uh at a luxury hotel on jupiter's second largest moon a political figure was murdered along with three others you got a whodunit you got a whole whodunit but it says um, mystery
2: this already this is already better than the normal puzzle game it says
1: based on the lore of the 2017 tabletop rpg cold start which i've never heard of but the Callisto combines the puzzles of an escape room with an interactive storyline and deep lore and a dynamic puzzle system to make each playthrough unique, so it's changed every time that sounds kind of interesting. I mean, there are a few things that sound like just like marketing talk here, like
0: yeah, like, I hear that's the problem is like it's kind of like and it's not because head. of them. It's because of just previous developers saying stuff over and over and over story well, driven and it's like no story you know
1: so, i mean no but i will say like it looks like there is a story here but even their own description sounds like a little bit market speaky like yeah. i don't like it it's a sci-fi vr exploratory puzzle game the callisto pushes the boundaries of vr with stunning <laughs> visuals dynamic puzzles and a yeah. rich storyline that unfolds piece by piece through your own explore- like come so, on so like, last thing
0: man last thing here before we move on to the next game uh like like I'll give it a chance. I always give a game a fair chance on stuff. Being in spaces, it does a lot, but yeah. um it, you can't hear the, the trailer in this video, yeah. but the audio, the, the music and stuff they use in the trailer is fine, <laughs> but the voice acting, oh like it is not bad. good. It is not good voice acting, it is not good voice quality. Um so I don't know i'm hoping that this is like really early uh i like i said i always give it a chance but i am i'm not impressed with what i've seen so far unfortunately
2: I mean, it ain't hell sweeper
0: it ain't no hell sweeper
2: i mean I'm, uh, I'm i'm obviously far more impressed with this than than you are um you know i i know that you know certain things are going to suffer when you have an indie team working on something uh and we don't have many murder mysteries in vr like this sounds cool i'm less impressed by the whole it'll be different every time you play i'm like how about you just make it real special the one time i want to play like rather than being like (laughs) when you're done we're gonna let you play again but that's set but because of that we had to sacrifice all of these things along the way i'm like no no no. just make one playthrough really special and and don't and let's not worry about replayability you know well but at the end of
1: the day though like clue is replayable it's different every time you know like it's a murder mystery
2: that never is the same true so i mean it could work it could work uh, shout out to Joey Bats, uh, thirty-three with three-dollar tip. Says, "How much do you think PSBR two will cost? Four hundred dollars. I'm assuming that's what Joey Bats thinks. Uh, four hundred dollars. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds it's like three a or four. Park. Three or four. Yeah. Those three orb, to four hundred. Those orb controllers alone are going to cost you know almost eighty dollars a piece. Uh, so when they're all bundled in together, man, uh, I would say that four hundred dollars is probably going to be a steal.
1: It just depends, I think, on Sony if they decide to sell um at a loss because facebook is right. selling at a loss you know they're mm-hmm. taking a loss on every headset they sell because they want software they want buy-in you know
0: whatever ads <laughs> you know, people yeah. data.
1: And get put ads in front of your face yeah so we'll see if they decide to just make us pay for it or if they're going to eat a little bit of the cost themselves
2: yeah. yeah i mean sony sony's really good about taking a loss on consoles um, they have, they basically sold every single console they've ever made at a loss, uh, for at least the first year or so, uh, before it becomes profitable. And then, uh, but yeah, but we know PlayStation VR one, they sold at a profit from day one. So maybe they learned a lesson from that. I don't know. We'll see. Um,
0: yeah. All right. So this is supposed to be coming to PC in later this winter or, winter or this year, PSVR yeah. as well. Winter this, Callisto winter this
2: year, and then summer, tw- summer of next year for PSVR.
0: Okay, I want Callisto Protocol. That's oh, what I want. Baby. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, so anyways, moving on. Last uh, show, I think we talked about um, Gorn killing it with its pre-orders. I know it's not out yet, but they already surpassed one million um, copies. Impressive. But uh, one thing I f- forgot, and uh, you know, credit to Road to VR, once again, um, there was another game, and I don't know how I could forget, but it was Moss. That joined the platinum mark, uh, reaching one million units sold, grossing about twenty two point five million in revenue. Um, and uh, they did, and you know they go on to say that uh, multi platform development was key to their success. Um, obviously, uh, Moss was actually a PSVR exclusive at first. Um, but then when Quest dropped, they released on there, and I imagine uh, Quest Two as well, uh, PC as well later. So big congratulations to Polyarch! Um, and because uh, yeah, that's like one of my favorite games ever. That it was such a moving uh, game to me. I think Quill is one of the best created characters ever. Uh, I'm super super excited about Moss Book Two, um, and I hope you that you have they have a relevant mug nearby. I do have a Oh my goodness, very he has a relevant, relevant <laughs> mug nearby. Look at him. <laughs> very relevant mug. Oh, I've also that. got a Moss poster right here. Um yes, oh, so I'm with the soon. launch of Moss Book I Two, I better get a damn statue this time though. Uh but I the no. one I broke it to me or Carlos broke it. But uh but no, I'm I'm super excited about Moss Book Two and uh yeah. I, I think it I think they've only shown us a little taste of it. I think what they showed us from the from the state of play was intentionally kind of similar looking, nothing different because well, they did show like a snowy area, a hammer and stuff. Um, but but I think they intentionally held back quite a bit. so I can't wait to see more on that game see a release date when it's gonna be it could be before the end of this year, it could be early next year. Not quite sure yet. Um, but yeah. And we don't even know if it's going to be another exclusive as well. But but big props to uh, to Polyark, former Bungie devs. I've always said whenever uh, when, ever since Moss, whenever Bungie devs touch something, it usually ends up being a really good game. I say the same about Golem as well, who had uh, Marty Friedman, McFly? No. Marty O'Donnell, Marty O'Donnell, um, who did the soundtrack for Golem. And despite the the really weird bad decisions that Golem had, uh, it was a really good game overall, so so really excited about that, but just had to get that one, make up for that, because I missed that last week. Well, let me ask you guys
2: this before we move on. What do you think the next VR game will be to enter the million-selling club alongside these oh, amazing titles? That's a good question.
1: Um, I'm sure there are some that technically already qualified we haven't talked about, like I Bet You No Man's Sky is easily a million copies, but yeah. that's not a VR game. First, Before it was even VR. I'm, trying, I'm yeah. trying to think, like, yeah. what what could be the next big one? Like, especially
0: um, in anyone. one.
1: Um, I mean, could Firewall sell a million? Probably not. I don't think Firewall. Probably. I don't think so. It's I think honest. it probably did really well, but. I think, we'd not have, enough.
2: I think we'd have to say, I think it would have to be one that was uh, cross-platform or one that was available oh, on different definitely. VR headsets. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it'd be a tough one. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Pistol Whip. nothing maybe that's, that's my bet that'll be the it's next gonna one.
0: be something it's gonna be something that is probably on both platforms Ooh. has to it has to be on both platforms or multi-platforms uh for me to uh believe okay. that it will
1: good answer in the chat see Merza says Saints and Sinners why not Ooh, that's a good Dead's one big IP. yeah asking.
0: yeah definitely all right gentlemen Turn next like news story that. Uh, the next news story is that uh, the makers of Alt Deus and Tokyo, Kronos, uh, have announced their brand new game coming up called uh, Dischronia. Yeah, Dischronia. And it is their third entry in the series of uh, Japanese visual novels. Um and, yeah, man, you know, uh, I'll be honest with you. I am the last person that should be talking about this right now uh, because I despise visual novels in general. But I actually thought, despite uh, despite being a little bored and stuff, uh, I actually thought Aldeus was pretty good overall, especially if you like those kinds of things. Yeah, I think, uh, I yeah, think it took- was
1: certainly better than the first one. I mean, hopefully they just continue to improve on this concept and, you know. Give us a game that even if you don't love visual novels, it's still decent, worth playing.
2: You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting how far they came from uh, from, from Tokyo Kronos to Aldeus, uh was pretty dramatic. Like they they obviously listened to what people were saying. They were listening to what I was saying anyway. Everyone everyone else seemed to love Tokyo Kronos and I was just like, man, this, nothing's happening, and there's no there's no VR elements here, and like I don't even really have hands in the game, and like there's it's just there wasn't any reason to play it in VR. And then Aldeus uh, kind of. Took a nice step forward and give a lot more interactions and things to do, uh, and kind of made it more into a, an interactive, interactive elements during the visual novel. Um, and I hope, and I hope that this one takes yet another step forward because uh, man, once once we get to the point of something being as good as like Danganronpa, which is, it's not really fair to put all visual novels against Danganronpa. When that game came out, it sort of put everything else to shame. It sort of showed visual novels. This is how you do an awesome visual novel game like this is they just did everything so perfectly so well that it, it was almost an impossibly high bar for anyone else to meet meet at that, after that point uh, but that the point is though is like like I hope we keep getting closer and closer and closer to that standard in yeah. VR because man just being able to walk around and do certain things and investigate crimes or whatever the hell it is that you're doing in this next game uh, is you need it to be more interactive especially when it comes to VR we're not laying in bed with our Vita or our Switch you're gonna headset on you want to be in that game and like do stuff. It's not good enough just to read dialogue um, And there, I guess yeah. my dear is to getting closer with every game.
1: It, it is worth mentioning also that Danganronpa has a little bit of a VR entry and that puts everything <laughs> basically to show like it's no, so like it's just a little demo. Yep. There's not even a full game. It's just a free little download, but it is cooler than any visual novel we've ever seen in VR, like a proof of concept. You can tell Danganronpa would knock it out of the park if they actually came, you know, with a full game like this. But.
2: Right. But early 2022, uh, so, so we get some time before, uh, before we even get this thing. Uh, and hopefully it'll be a whole cross-platform launch uh, at the same time. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens.
1: Moving I on. love this comment from LC Beats. He says, my favorite visual novel is DDLC. I don't get that acronym, but definitely not for everyone, though. In fact, I would not recommend it at all. I think that that's how people yeah. who like visual novels speak about the the games that they like. I wouldn't tell you to play it, but I like it.
0: I've got some no, games. Oh, like he's,
2: he's talking about Doki Doki Literature Club. Everyone should fucking play that game.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, it's I, like, don't, I don't know that one.
2: Fucking amazing. Amazing. I saw Wait, it on sale or something. Yeah, the, you, everyone should play it, but no one should look into it ahead of time. That's, I know it's a weird recommendation. Okay. Like, just go in yeah. blind
0: and... Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. What's our next news story? All right, man. This brings us to our main topic of the evening, and that is an article that was released from GeekWire, and it was entitled about, and it was regarding one of the big blockbusters this summer, one of the few, because there's actually quite a bit, uh, and I'm super excited to finally get some more info on Arashi Castles of Sin, and it's entitled, How Endeavor One Used an Expert Swordsman... Uh, and dogs, to create uh, VR game Arashi Castles of Sin, um, and it's a really cool interview. Uh, they interview um, Todd Tom Doyle. Uh, he is uh, one of the co-founders of Endeavor One. Maybe he's and a they CEO. Just, uh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, and they uh, they shared a, uh, some some new tidbits. We've been we've been so thirsty for some more Orashi. I have been. I don't know about you guys, but I've been dying to get more info on this game. So it was nice to have a little bit more info.
1: <sighs> yeah. What a what popped out to you guys from this article? Cuz there's like there's some stuff we've heard before, but there is some new intel in here. Um they go pretty in depth actually. It's kind of a long article. Brian, do you yeah. have it up on the screen right now? Lots of, yeah, actually, I've got lots go.
0: actually to go to break down from this if you want to take it one by one. Uh,
2: yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. If you feel like uh, so doing f- that, I'll bring. It, I get the article up on the screen.
0: So the first was that I just mentioned with Polyarc and uh, other teams having former members of Bungie uh, that I've had really good experiences with their games. I think I think uh, Bungie, obviously, for those who don't know, they made Halo and Destiny series, um, and now they've had a lot of their that team, a lot of uh, veterans from that. Uh, break off into different VR divisions, different VR companies. Um, And uh, this team is no exception. It contains both uh, people from Halo and Destiny uh, that worked on those series, uh, some with experience as much as like 12 years uh, or more. Um, And uh, yeah, that to me is the first very good sign about Arashi. Arashi. I don't know. Maybe it's just my own superstition, but I don't know how you guys feel about it too.
2: It sounds like you're pretty superstitious. <laughs> it's like anything that Bungie devs touch turns to gold. They've got the mice touch. They've got to do it. But I mean, hey, you know, look at the early looks at this game, the previews and everything. They look like it looks amazing. So, so who knows, man? Like you might be onto something here. Um but yeah, I, I did find the one thing, the first thing, interesting. If we're talking about the team itself, uh, it does say in the article that it's like a team of thirty people. Uh, but we do know that it's uh, that that might be inaccurate. It sounds like they're a team of closer to fifteen people. Uh, so keep in mind, guys, that like as great as this game looks, it's very much an indie studio, like making, trying to make like a a, pre, a pretty decently sized game. Uh, so just I don't know. I, I always like to consider those kind of things when when leading up to launch, you know, to keep I guess yeah. I guess it's like the well, long way of saying keep your expectations in check that it's probably gonna be great, but like but know what a fifteen person team is capable of versus like a hundred person team. Oh
1: yeah. A little interesting well, detail here as well, they said not just Halo and Destiny, but some people who've worked on Microsoft AR and HoloLens. Right. Which so they've got some VR background, but it'll be nice for them to actually work on a platform finally that someone has used because Microsoft AR and HoloLens are dead to the world. So, like, you know, yeah. that'll be nice.
0: They, they, I know they worked on uh, maybe like a uh, Windows like mixed reality experience mm-hmm. or something for like Halo or something at one point. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, that's nice. So, the next bullet point I have is they describe the game's gameplay uh, and level design as a combat sandbox. And that uh, they say here in the article that can include stealth infiltration subtly neutralizing targets a full pacifist run where you achieve Kenshiro's goals without killing anyone or simply uh going into the enemy with an arsenal of period appropriate oh you one. gotta
1: say waiting they can see it at the- he said waiting that's a much oh, better word sorry oh it was waiting. cut off on there, there waiting into the enemy just
2: like waiting into the guy yeah what first, um first thing that jumps out to you uh when you hear the term combat sandbox what's the first thing that you think of
0: uh kind of like uh hitman or yep. sirentho yeah. yeah Hitman yeah. for sure yeah.
2: and so i'm immediately come immediately i'm thinking ooh tenchu cross hitman like that, that sounds like the ultimate marriage right there
0: yeah shades of gray matter says full pacifist run has me excited yeah. He's gonna, he's going to just run in there with flowers in his hand and he's not waiting through him.
2: shit. He's just going
0: Um and seven, so yeah,
2: in, in 7 to 9 hours sounds uh, pretty exciting too. Uh yeah. I mean that's, that's 7 to 9 hours for like, you know, me. I, AJ's going to blast through this game in like 2.5 hours at most. And and then he's going to play him in 7 is, to 9 hours.
1: He is himself quite a swordsman. I mean He's got the buster sword he's been practicing with for years yeah he probably plays swordsman vr more than anybody amongst us here so you know he's he's good at what he does
0: thank you i yeah seven to nine hour campaign typically sh- shows up a little bit or you know ends up being a little bit shorter than that however while you're right about that like Some people have the ability to blast through these games and cut down that thing. I also like to, especially if I have ample time given um, via early access or other ways, I like to take my time. Like with Sniper Elite, I really took my time with that and loved to just, you know, I could spend so much time just exploring the level. And I think that's the way it really depends on the type of game. And a sandbox game, combat sandbox as they describe, is usually one like with, with Hitman it's only got eight levels, but I had like 20 hours into it because I would love mm-hmm. to go back and replay a different thing, use different weapons, um, you know, do another run where you where you try to go without getting caught, um, stuff like that. And and that that stuff matters to me. I, I like the uh, the challenge and the reward from the uh, from the challenges that can be presented there. I'm not usually one to just run in there and just cheese everything and uh, and be satisfied from that. You want to hear something?
1: I love really, uh, you. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I
2: was like, "Do you want to hear something really stupid?" And this is this What's is up? just.
1: Uh, I love hearing stupid stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just the way that I mean? played Tenchu back in the day. Um, but you know, usually mm. if you, if I get if I got sighted or or seen spotted spotted scene words if you got seen yep um i would just restart the level I'd Be like oh i failed but you know even though it lets you fight and do all that stuff and so and into so my recollection of tenchu the tenchu series was just being stealthy and like never letting anybody see you and all right. stealth kills and attacks from this and so at no point until reading this article did i think oh wait There's gonna be actual sword fighting in this game. Like when you get when you get spotted and they turn and they fight you. It's like that didn't register. So here I am suddenly going. Wait a minute. Is like how good is the sword fight? Are the sword fighting mechanics? Is it gonna feel? I mean, as good as swordsman? Like are they gonna? Is it like swordsman but like in an actual like adventure game? Like like suddenly my mind is just like blown wide open here of possibilities that we could be getting.
1: Well, I have to say that I don't know if you guys are looking at the same part of the article that I am, Mm -hmm. but it ties in exactly to what you're saying. We spare no detail here, Tom Doyle said. We employed Master Russell McCartney, a world record holder in Japanese swordplay, to do the motion capture for the guys who are fighting. They say you won't simply be fighting against some bad guy. You're actually facing one of the greatest swordsmen alive. We really strove for authenticity. That's wild. I mean, that's scary to me. It's also like, <laughs> the greatest. I just started this game, and he's already
0: the best swordsman in the world. Fuck. I love that. that's I so absolutely
1: cool, love that. Yeah.
0: Um, that is yeah. That is a super cool detail. Um, I that just hope yeah. That it was the, all um, mocap. By I
1: hope they got a good dog to motion capture, like the best dog in the world at whatever. You know <laughs> as well.
2: Swain Jupiter with the 50 Nokia cell phone says, I have a feeling uh, August may provide a few truly great surprises for us. Mm -hmm. I I feel as though you're onto something, Swain Jupiter. Those 50 Nokia cell phones, I agree with. 100%. So,
0: Dave, you'll like this part. So, the, the, the Master Swordsman is not the only. Uh, actor that was mo for this in game stuff. They say it was a two part field trip, Doyle said. We worked with a partner in Canada, Beyond Capture, who has this stable of actors, and these actors have four legs and are furry. Oh my god, they really did motion <laughs> they capture. Did. The, they I said should have read they are, this whole article <laughs> they, are, they said they are fantastically trained, beautiful, disciplined animals, and we got the opportunity to work with them to make sure our experience with Haru, which yes. is the wolf you have in the game, uh, is as authentic as humanly possible. Um, and he goes on to say that you, you know, they, they had to use trained German Shepherds uh, because they were the closest thing you could get but you can't motion capture a wolf because it's a wild animal and it'll kill everybody on set that's got to be the coolest damn job in the world to mocap dogs well here's the
1: second part they couldn't mocap the wolf but they got to go hang out with wolves in the research process they went to this wolf sanctuary and they got to hang out with dozens of these beautiful animals
0: very cool yeah Super cool uh, little detail, man. I, I'm such a sucker for animals. I think I think the, the wolf Haru was one of the things. I mean, I love this game, but the, the wolf Haru, your companion in this, is just like the cherry on top for this game, um, going all the way back to like Shadow Dancer or Dead to Rights. Um, or you know, for me who loves Final Fantasy 7, you had Red Thirteen, oh, yeah. who's like one of my favorite characters. He it, Red Thirteen is my favorite video game character of, of all time. Um, but you know, we talked about story and stuff, and they haven't they haven't like super pushed the story. But this is one that like it kind of speaks for itself from what I've seen so far because you know you've got your I, I think it's like one of your relatives um, that's a female that that you're working with. Uh, there's and the whole story is about getting revenge on these six different castles that you're supposed to uh, attack or something. And and there's like six. That's what it's called the Castles of Sin or whatever. And they're supposed to be like, uh, yeah, the, uh, expecting six castles, maybe some other set pieces as well, uh, at the very least. Exciting stuff in this article.
2: Yeah, super exciting. And if, in
0: fact, they you know
2: doesn't say too much about the game specifically, but the the way they end the article uh, is. Uh, Doyle's quoted again by saying the thing that's ultimately so exciting about VR is that there's still no playbook experiences are constantly being made and constantly improving. That is one of the things that we tried to do with our game is to get to the heart of what makes an awesome moment to moment experience and not really being waylaid by the expectations of what a flat 2d or non VR game provides. Uh, which is like definitely speaking our language we're always talking about moment-to-moment gameplay and and and, and the, the immersion factor and all of this stuff and, and, and it sounds like doyle's like right there with us um and half of that gets me excited and goes well i can't wait to see what they've done for us and the other half of me is like huh well we heard some similar things from the golem team that were like oh we've like revolutionized the locomotion system it was like and it was terrible right and uh but this but this does make me think that they're at least playing other vr games and seeing what other people have done seeing what's working is not not working uh so that is uh it's it's reassuring and nerve-wracking at the same time a
1: little it, bit it's going to be better than golem they mo-capped the dog well, golem
2: was great the locomotion system was stupid i'm just saying
0: yeah yeah, yeah the locomotion
1: be system
2: was terrible
0: um but you know some last little tidbits um that we can actually add to this ourselves um they have confirmed that it, it is the uh the traditional virtual joystick as they called it actually which i think is a great thing which is the you press the move button and you point in the direction you want to walk that is the locomotion system um and uh and yeah, we've also con- gotten that word that there was the kunai, which is that like uh, spear, the 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 hook or whatever it's called. It's like a, Get it's like over a here. yeah, it's like the thing scorpion uses. Yeah. Uh, and and there's like ragdoll and stuff that you can ragdoll enemies. So can't wait to see more actual gameplay and details on this game because. Uh, I'm super, super excited about this yeah. one. We, When we did our, our hype meter for the games of the summer, this is one of my top ones uh, next to like Fract and like something else.
1: You know, I got to ask too, since we got into 1 in the chat. Oh. Um, yeah, there's a lot of talk in this about Kurosawa inspired. Hit me with your favorite Kurosawa movie in the chat. I want to know. I'm curious. Because oh. I would like something to watch tonight, and I got the Criterion Collection some.
0: That is it, man. Great article uh from uh GeekWire. I almost said Geek Squad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Geek Squad over at Best Buy dropping the same yeah. anyway.
2: Yeah, the last thing geek- I want to the last thing I want to add to the yeah. conversation is that um is that it, it this is a PSVR exclusive for now, right? It's like they haven't right. announced it for other platforms, and so it does seem like development is uh actually at this point 100 percent focused on PSVR. Um and I just I love that because, uh, you know, as, as much as some people like to bash on exclusives and saying it's not good for the injury, fuck that. Fuck that nonsense because I will tell you that when a team is 100% focused on making a game from one platform, it always looks better and generally plays better, right? It's like you, it's it, the difference between something like, you know, Blood and Truth and um, let's say, I don't know, Sniper Elite, right? Both great games. But one just has, like, that level of polish because they were only focused on uh, on one system, one platform, one VR headset, one uh, control scheme, like, the, the whole thing. And, and so you could put the whole team on one game uh, or one version of the game to make it look better, play better, everything. And so, like, that, that, anytime somebody says, hey, we're making a PSVR exclusive, I immediately go, thank God, right? It's, like, bring it to yeah. whatever fucking platform you want after it's all said and done, right, and start your porting process after. But the second you try to launch on all platforms at the same time, it's chaos and like something suffers sniper elite should have looked twice if not three times better than it did which leads us to a tip that we just got (laughs) from hasib mirza a two dollar tip says off the cuff is sniper elite a top 25 psvr game
0: yes Um, for me it is absolutely maybe not top 10 but it's definitely uh absolutely gonna be i'm gonna be fighting for it for sure yes no doubt about it there's i was talking with rebellion about the best kinds of enemies in video games and there's three kinds uh, that are my favorite and that is go uh demons zombies and nazis those are my my three favorite types of enemies to fight in video games
1: and sometimes they mix them well it's like exactly. demon nazis yeah. demon nazis <laughs> right. that are also zombies too it's yeah like, yeah
0: yes. those like. are the ultimate enemy
2: you could have dave <clears throat> top 25
1: oh yeah absolutely 100 percent. sniper elite Oh yeah, for me, yeah, yeah for sure.
0: I'd say, I'd say um, it's top twenty-five. Quick,
1: yeah, one quick thing to mention before we move on from Arashi is that it will be getting a physical release through Perp yes. Games. Yeah. that's exciting to know. <laughs> Perp Games always doing their job over there, giving us those physicals. The physical saviors
2: of uh, <laughs> PSBR. Uh, yeah. and and this is uh, in case anyone's curious, this is coming out this summer. Uh, Arashi uh, wasn't revealed all that long ago. A nice little surprise, and. Uh, Summer's not that much longer, guys. We only have, like, what, nine more weeks of summer, something along those lines? Uh, So we get a lot of cool games coming out over the next nine weeks. Uh, And to answer the question, Sniper Elite, yeah, back half of Top 25 list for sure. Which brings us to our favorite way to end every single show here, and that's with a little game of PSVR 20 questions, where one of us takes the role of the host, thinks of a PlayStation VR game, and then the other ones of us and everybody in the chat asks 20 yes or no questions trying to figure out what game that is Indeed. um as uh, we, we we've made a couple bonus ro- rules about this we cannot uh whoever's participating can't scroll back in the chat i mean i guess you guys in the chat can but but like dave and i cannot today we can only see the current chat uh also uh we're gonna play super strict by the time limit if we run out of time we lose so uh, yes so let's do this uh what did we use last time looks like we put Seven? Is it seven? Six? no I put seven? six I put six Something last like time that. and we beat it by like almost two minutes. Um oh, yeah we can do six. That's fine. AJ do you have a game picked out for twenty I questions? I do have a game picked out for twenty oh, questions. Good. Let's do this. I'm All sad. right. On your market set, go. Go ahead, Dave. Does it have aim support, AJ? No. Okay.
1: Move support. Yes. Okay. Hey, okay. Is it a puzzle game? No. Okay. Uh is it a horror game? No. Do you shoot things? Mm,
0: technically, no.
2: Technically, no. no. I no. like that. You here. don't
0: shoot things. No. Okay.
2: Um, you don't shoot Do you have no. full you locomotion?
0: Okay. Uh, yes, there is full locomotion. Would
1: okay. you call this like a, maybe like a narrative-driven kind of game? Uh,
0: no. Okay. I wouldn't call it a narrative-driven game.
2: Has the developer of this game made other PSVR games? Yes. Ooh. Ooh. There we go. Is it multiplayer? No. Okay.
0: You're at nine. This We're going fast. 10. We're blowing yeah, through this,
1: this one. Is... We don't even need a timer, man. We're just fucking go right to the finish <laughs> line. Lose as
2: fast as possible. You said there was no multiplayer, right? No multiplayer. Okay, just want to double check. Uh, is it a... Hmm. Does it have a very distinct art style?
0: Uh, I'm going to pass on that question.
2: Yeah, don't ask stuff like that. I don't um, even know what that means. <laughs> That's a, no. yeah. Is it. Yeah. <laughs> r- rather, rather than saying like you know, okay, it doesn't matter.
0: Let's move on.
1: Um, is it is it realistic or not realistic graphically?
0: How about that one? Like, is um, it cartoony? No, it's not cartoony. It's more realistic. Okay. Gotcha,
2: yeah. gotcha. Okay. Uh, you don't really shoot stuff. but It is move controls. Uh, you full yeah, motion. Ten questions down. Fantastic. Is is
1: it first? No, I'm not going to ask that. It's probably first person. That's that's a wasted
0: question. Almost every game is like first person.
1: Oh, yeah, I know it's yeah. I mean, and I can't think of one that would be okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, do you have any special powers in this game? Um.
0: Yes. Sure.
2: Okay. That... Kind
1: of special powers. Oh. Okay. Ooh, Can I be more specific? Mm-hmm. Do you shoot things with magic?
0: No.
2: Damn. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, you, yeah. did, you didn't. You didn't. No. You didn't ask earlier if you shot things with guns, did you? You just said, "Do you shoot
1: things?" Well, no. And but so he was, was... kind of on the fence about that. But I kind of. I, I don't. Know, I'm thinking about something. You yeah. and you were hesitant on this one too, AJ. What What's the answer? You don't shoot did things, shoot things with magic.
0: I'm. I'm gonna say, not really. No. I mean. And I rephrase: Are
1: you a spellcaster?
0: <laughs> you are not a spellcaster. You okay, can't rephrase it. that one. I won't count that against you.
2: Good. Thank you.
0: Dave, let's think of some things where
2: you have some kind of special abilities, magical abilities that, like, mm-hmm. um, but we—oh,
1: Shades of Grim. Well, no, Invisible Hours is narrative based. Oh, ah, for a minute, that was like, because yeah. re- rewinding time and is sort of like a special ability, and
2: yeah, you, you don't whatever, have full locomotion. But... Oh, that's true. I forgot that. Yeah. Um, Man, not pu- not horror, not puzzle, not really a shooting kind of game. What does that leave us with, huh? Is it sci-fi? No. Oh, fuck. Okay. Is this game okay? Does this game is this game playable without VR? No. That is is 14. this
1: 14. a dating game? We've never done one. A dating game, because you know we got focus on you. We got like all those other games. I thought nobody nobody really <laughs> ever pick one, but I just want to make sure that you're not being super sneaky and picking like no. focus on you or some shit like that. Okay. No. So it's not a dating game.
0: still a lot of still a lot of genres and gameplay mechanics and stuff you you haven't
1: well yeah and we have very few questions left can um, you yeah. fly
0: N- no no you can't fly
2: you don't fly and i didn't specify in a vehicle oh, so do that, you have that's... a sword
0: you do have a sword okay you there do we go. have a sword so, okay we're getting close mm, now all right you're
2: so, at, uh they, you're at 17 okay so let's let's use our last questions wisely let's think of Indeed. games that are made uh by teams that have made other psvr games multiple psvr games and that you have a sword and you have full locomotion um and you're not really shooting stuff which kind of eliminates you know like servios with raw data right um i'm seeing
1: a lot of people saying shadow legend which sounds like maybe it fits does it you think no, it you, def- I mean-
2: you definitely shoot things with magic in that game you get the magic oh yeah. Like yeah, got, yeah 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 okay. yeah no 100 right.
1: which yeah okay. That would have been an easy one. Like, mm-hmm. I would have liked that one. Um, let's see. Swords right. of Gargantua is multiplayer, guys. So, no, not that one. Good, um, call, good, good guesses. I like this. Hey, AJ, is it a roguelike?
0: Uh, no.
1: Ah, shit. Okay, because uh, Until You Fall sounded good, too. Yeah. Although that doesn't have a realistic art style, so that w- I, I messed up there.
0: It's all good. T- um,
2: it's team, like, just, I'm trying to think of games where you have a sword. This is 18. D- so let's think of games that have swords. And- like, I mean, uh, that aren't swordsmen. Would it or... just be fucking swordsmen? Well, so let's see. So, swordsmen, you use to move controllers. It has below commotion. You have 5,
0: 10, 15, You're at 18 questions. Um, um, you, you, have 40, you have 45 dude. seconds. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, it's all um
1: good. Can you grab people in this game?
0: Yes. It's oh, swordsman. okay.
1: It's swordsmen.
0: It is swordsmen. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Good job, guys. Fantastic. Good job. I Release we the crack on that, that was, that was a good yeah.
1: way to end. Good one. Indeed, try to make it easy for you.
0: I mean, S- that's S- a pretty
1: S- obvious one. I should have got way sooner, but I don't know what that's you're talking about, you. man. I don't
2: know what you're talking about, man. Sin's never made another PSVR game, <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> oh, I'll yeah. pretend this is the only one. Right, in the so chat too. That I was like, I saw, Are you a spellcaster? Which Matt is like was the dumbest question I've
0: asked. The, the, hard, the hard one was when you said, Do you shoot stuff? I was like, there's mm-hmm. one gun in this. Doesn't the game. Yeah. really help us, yeah. yeah and then you, you were like, really. do you use magic, cast spells? I'm like, there's some swords in the game <laughs> that cast does. spells. It was a tough one to answer those. Yeah. Yeah. You beat the timer, too. Good job. Yeah. All
2: right, you guys. That does it for another episode of PSVR Castle Live. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Dave over at VR and subscribe to AJ over at PSVR Underground. Both of these guys run their own YouTube channels. Make sure you go check them out. Share the love and spread it around, man. Make love. And then smear uh, it everywhere. That's not. Everywhere. We got kids in here. I went Brian. Back a little, bro. We got kids in here.
1: <laughs> what did like, they do? do smear here? your love all over the place, guys.
2: <laughs> who, 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 who let their kids in here, man? It's like that's that's on the parents. <laughs> you should have known better. The channel's called Without Parole, man. Just saying. I will say, you Brian, Hunter has more
1: it. sense in his head than half of the people out
2: there. That's 100% true. I want to give a shout-out real quick to Damish Smosh with the last-minute $10 tip. Says, just in case, here it is again. Extra firewall code. Thanks for the show, oh, guys. Yeah, Alessa, yeah, I didn't see anybody say they claimed it. So if you do claim it or you did claim it, let us know uh, so everyone's not trying to get this thing. Uh, thank you so much, again, for the uh, for the, for the the tips and for the key uh, given it away. It's very generous. That's again. bread and love. That's right. Guys, uh, we also want to give a shout-out to all the moderators making our lives easier. They they, they help us here. They help us on Discord. Uh, thank you very, very much. We appreciate all of you. Love you all. Uh, also, Myers, Miles Dyer, who uh, runs our Instagram account. Jay Meow, who is heading up the Spotify charge uh, and all of the other streaming services eventually. Um, yeah. so thank you so, so much for helping out. Guys, this is, a, this is such a community effort to make without parole run. There's no way that, like, one or two people can do this behind the scenes. We're trying to do way more than we should be able to do. And everybody that contributes, we fucking love you all of you so thank you very very much um and that extends to everybody who hung out in the chat today that extends to everybody who donated helping keeping this channel running fucking love you and of course everyone out there who watched the show sat back didn't say a goddamn word we know you're out there too and we love you just as much uh thank you dave before we yeah before we cue the
1: cat steve irie in chat says i'd hate to shine a black light around brian's place
2: you I, would. I would you also hate it if, if Steve <laughs> IRE shines a light around my place. Don't do that. Yeah, tornado's the only Anyways, one here, and then. she doesn't. She, she doesn't. She doesn't share secrets. She doesn't know. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you, Dave. Thank you, AJ. My name is Brian. This is
0: PSVR Games Cast Live, and we're out. Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say. Thank you so much and have a great night. See you Wednesday to to LC2552Beats. Oh, yeah. Keep them beats going. Flame Hat. Flame Hat. I think Flame Hat caught the first Saturday Night Live stream. Saturday Night Live stream is so much fun. I love you guys so much for it. Justin Cassie thank you so much, my dude. Endeavor1, big shout out to you guys. Um, Really, really excited for Rashi. Cannot wait. And, you know. Last chance, got the firewall key. (laughs) Congrats, last chance. Oh, nice. Last chance. Hell yeah, for the firewall code. Uh, Guys on Fistbote to you. Shades of Grey Matter. Nick Mueller, the Game Cat. Off-court Game Cat. Uh, uh, Skiba007, what's up, dude? Good to see you. Zaka, Taka, Taka uh, Willard, Dan Kiefer, Brent Dawson, Delirium 2 VR. Uh, let's scroll up a little bit to Blue Chew, the underground game cat. Thank you so much for starting that. Tip real, brain. Uh, Miles Dyer, thank you so much, man. Keep up the great work with the Instagram account. Uh, Bob Zarkoff, the underground Dave Station game cat, elitist of the elite name squad mm-hmm. in the house. Sergeant Frosty, don't you know this show is his childhood. childhood. Chaos, thank you so much. Uh, Decepticon, GGT. You, my friend, Steve Irie, always tuning in from Ireland. Thank you so much, Johnny No Pockets, aka the Who Dat. Game Cat, thank you so much. Uh, Patrick M says, "Use the Game Gear." I agree. Oh, Do, please no, don't let that be a, a thing. Gear. No, <laughs> I don't want that to be a thing. It's not a thing. It's so, so bad. No, I, it so bad. A bad. Guy, you damn. Game Cat, thank you God so much. So uh, Killer Sam, we love you as well. Uh, Swain Jupiter, thank you so much. Uh, glad you enjoyed the show. We'll see you on the next one, Master Gamecaster, my dude. So good to see a face with the name. Uh, join our Discord, everybody. Mm-hmm. We get to uh, hang out a lot after hours. It's a lot of fun. Really cool to meet everybody. I love uh, interacting with each and every one of you in person. Zach, lightning. Uh, let's see. Dragoon's Eye, wave back to you. So many of you here today, man. Anakazi, thank you so much for joining. So good to see. Rody the Game Cat. Hope the tour is going well, my friend. Good to see you as well. Uh, Multivitamin Orange is with us once again. I can never forget a name like that. Nor could I forget a name like Jordan Cloud. Uh, thank you so much for joining. Guys, you have a wonderful rest of the night. We will see you on Wednesday or possibly before then. Have a great week, guys. (laughs)